Welcome to Productive Flow, where we answer the eternal question, why can't I get myself to do the things I know I should be doing? Here's the secret I've found. Productivity is rooted in emotion. True productivity and success come only when we heal the emotions driving our behaviors and remove all those internal roadblocks. I'm your host, Angela Kristen Taylor. I'm an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, and I've been right where you are. I've asked myself that same question a thousand times, and it only took me 20 years to figure out the answer. In each episode, we'll go deep into the emotional roadblocks and a brand new integrative approach that I call Productive Flow, bringing together your emotion, your energy, your time, and your focus to help you create natural productive flow and achieve higher levels of success in business and in life. Now, let's jump in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Productive Flow. We have Rachel Weaver with us again, and uh, she is a human design copywriting messaging expert. She has been on this show before. So uh, we're going to talk about something a little different today. But if you're interested in all the human design stuff, we're going to tap into it a little bit today. But be sure to check out her previous episode with me. So um, just look, Rachel Weaver, she's in there. All right, Rachel, thank you so much for jumping on with me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Angela. I'm excited to talk. I love talking with you. I love talking to you too. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, um, Rachel and I met just before we recorded our first episode together and became instant best friends, soul sisters, and have since created a program together with two other women who are also part of our little soul sister group. And we're just totally in love with each other. So yeah. (laughs) So awesome. I can't go a day without messaging something. Exactly. So, um, we wanted, I, we didn't really have a topic in mind when we started this call today. Um, but Rachel brought up a really good point. And this is something that I definitely want to make sure that we do talk about today. And that is really getting clarity on what you want versus what you don't want. So the four of us, um, we have really come head to head with this so often, just like in this, just in October, it's just been really, really clear. And, um, I want Rachel to, she's going to explain how this has come up for her. I'm going to talk about how this has come up for me. And, and Rachel's going to point out some human design aspects of this. I'm going to talk about some of the productivity aspects of this, and it's going to be really cool. So if that interests you, hang in there and listen in. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, you came up with the topics. I know. I love it. It's fascinating. I mean, what about other topics than what you're going through right now in life, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Everybody, I'm sure, is experiencing somewhat of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I want to start with the idea of really masculine structured smart goals versus Mm. feminine flowy. I'm just going to take with the universe gives me because I feel like yeah. I've played in both worlds going back and forth a lot and neither one really serves neither one really actually gets you what you want the mm-hmm. masculine like I never could achieve I never had the willpower I have an open will center the willpower to follow through on 
pretty much any smart goal I ever set. Mm. <laughs> it didn't, it felt almost too surface level. Like, okay, I want to make $5,000 this month. And then you smart set all these like benchmarks and things. And it just felt very mechanical and I didn't mm-hmm. like it. It didn't allow yeah. for freedom. It didn't allow for expression in my opinion. Um, so then I would swing to the other side of being like, well, I'm just going to flow with whatever the universe gives me. And I'm going to wait for the download and like all of those more spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. And that usually ended up in bonkers things <laughs> finding me. <laughs> Sometimes good. <laughs> Sometimes not so good. <laughs> it's like, oh, do I? And then, so I feel like this kind of happened recently where it wasn't that I tried to be in the feminine flow, but I really didn't set a really strategic intention with this mm-hmm. month. I kind of left it open ended. Mm-hmm. And so a photography gig came through, um, which I don't mind doing photography. I, um, I photograph families from occasion. It's October, it's busy for that. Um, but this one was like a 60th birthday party. It came through in a really weird way. Usually it's email. This came through text. It was very odd. Mm-hmm. And then my first impression was like, hills to the no. <laughs> <laughs> the sacral was not having it. But I was like, oh, but like, let's see what this is all about. Like, let's just see. Yeah. And with some text back and forth and um, I actually quoted him a price that was like more than I would normally charge. Cause like, I don't really want to do this. And he was like, Oh, that's perfect. I'll pay, um, I'll pay you it all up front. No problem. And I was like, wait, sketchy. Wait. <laughs> this was like, just, it was sending up so many red flags and the whole time. Yeah. It was causing so much anxiety in me. Mm-hmm. So much worry about, is this guy a scammer? Cause that's what I kept coming back to. Are you real? Like you don't seem real. Mm-hmm. Um, And even talking to him on the phone, he had an accent, not to get at anyone with an accent or anything, but it sends up red flags sometimes when you're already like on edge, right? That someone has an accent. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, it just, it all felt really anxiety inducing. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I just, even my, I went to my husband, I was like, what do you think of this? He's like, well, if you're worried about it, then don't do it. Like he was even like, why are you not listening to yourself? (laughs) <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I know, but and it kept, it was like, I felt like it was a gift from the universe in terms of the money, right? Mm-hmm. That somehow this was an opportunity to make some money. I was trying to rationalize in my head why this was a good idea, even though my sacral, which is my authority, was saying, no, absolutely mm-hmm. not move on. Um, and we had the discussion in our group about that of, you know, the universe gives us lots of options and we can choose what we want and what we don't want. It's opportunity to decide more of what we want Mm -hmm. and what, or, and separate it from what we don't want. And that was huge for me. I'm like, yes, I can say no to this. It's not saying no to money, like what I was thinking in my head was saying, no, that this isn't how I want to, uh, this is not how I want to run the business. This is not how the direction that I want to go. I want mm-hmm. to go in this other direction. Um, and as soon as I told him, I, I was like, I can't do this. Um, it felt so much better. Like all the anxiety, mm-hmm. all of it went away. It was wild. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, 
I'm so glad I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because now that you're talking about this and I'm, 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 this is not the first time I've heard this story, but now that you're saying it again and I'm in podcast mode, um, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. back to this, um, a past client had reached out to me and asked me to speak at an event that was like an eight hour drive away. Mm-hmm. Now, you know me, I don't fly because no. I can't do airplanes. They're like, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so I'm like eight hour drive. Um, I have an eight year old. Um, I'm the one who's home with him while my husband's traveling around Georgia. And um, yeah, that doesn't sound like a really good fit for me. And I told her I didn't want to do it. So I really didn't want to make this drive in, in, at the speaking thing. So I told her no. And so I told her no. And then she's like, well, just talk to them. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I got on a call with her and this person that wanted me to speak at this event. And, um, they were telling me how they're, you know, they have a low budget and blah, 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 and not to include travel because that's a separate budget. So put that on a different proposal Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. So I put it all on one proposal. And I made it some astronomical price so that Love they would it. not even consider it. Yep. <laughs> you know, was like, in I fact, don't have to make the decision. <laughs> yes. In fact, I made the price so high that my thought was, I can fly Nina in and she can go with me. Like, that, was, yeah. that was my thought process behind it. I love it. <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, I was just like, there's no way. So. Anyway, they didn't choose me and it felt really, really good because I didn't want to do it. And I had anxiety about the mm-hmm. whole thing because it just, just didn't fit my schedule or my lifestyle. It was going to take a yeah. week out of my life that my husband was going to have to take off work. It was just going to like really mess with our regular routine and it wasn't something mm-hmm. I wanted to do. So it was just like, mm, you know, no. Um, but the thing that's been coming up for me lately is interesting has been the house thing mm-hmm. where, you know, we've, we've been really keeping our eye on the real estate market. And, um, you know, we moved here to, um, North Georgia almost three years ago. It was December, 2019, right before COVID happened. And we were mm-hmm. like, we got here, um, we got situated, settled. We put our house on the market in January of 2020, um, sold it at the very beginning of February. We closed in February of 2020. Um, and then March, like everything shut down. And mm-hmm. so we were like in full on house search mode when everything closed. Yeah. And then yeah. we were like, now what? Yeah. And so we kind of just were like, okay, whatever. So we'll just sit here and stay in this rental until we figure out what we're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a big deal because my husband's company owns the, the, townhouse that we're in and it's three stories and like 2,100 square feet. So we're like, we're comfortable. It's doable. It's just Mm -hmm. not what we're used to. Right. So, um, then the, when the prices went up, I was like, Oh no, I'm not buying in that market. Not happening. (laughs) You know, prices here tripled what they were. And I've seen that having been in real estate for 27 years, I've seen it. I've witnessed that before. And I know not to buy in that market because I don't have to. Right. Mm -hmm. So I waited. And Mm -hmm. now I see prices are starting to come down and I like that. 
but mm-hmm. they're not quite where I want them to be yet before I'm like, yes, okay, I'm ready to buy. Because now I've also mm-hmm. seen this market where things are tanking and mm-hmm. prices, you know, cause it's, it's a market correction yeah. and it's just everything that happened from COVID is reversing. And yeah. so it's just a correction in the market. And so I know that the market is correcting itself. I know prices are not back to where they were. And I'm waiting until they are before we buy. But meanwhile, I'm keeping my eye out. I'm looking at houses, just the vacant ones, because I know I'm not buying right now. But that's fine. I'm licensed. I got my own lockbox key. I can let myself in. So I do all this. And the thing is, is that I save the house like favorite, the ones that I like. Mm -hmm. And how I've been looking is I see something and I think, oh, well, that would work. And then I favored mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I think I'll go look at this at some point. Mm-hmm. And what happened is a couple of weeks ago, we looked at a property that was just so idealistic, so mm-hmm. ideal. Yeah. And I saw that and I thought, oh, that that's the right fit. That is yeah. the right fit. That feels good, right? Yeah. And it made me realize that a lot of the properties that I favorited, a lot of the ones that I've been looking at are just what the bare minimum of acceptability is mm. and not what I really want. Yeah. And when I saw the house that we looked at a couple of weeks ago and I thought, oh, this is what we really want. Mm-hmm. And then last week we looked at one and we thought, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's mm-hmm. very different. So like one's up in the mountains, one's like an old historic home, has a few acres with it still, but is like in a like main street kind of a town, very rural, really cute. Yeah. We yeah. could really see ourselves in either place, but when right. it comes down to it, the mountains really, really call us. Yeah. Like the weather and you live in the mountains, you know, I live in the mountains. I totally know what (laughs) you mean. It's just, it's the views and the woods and all of that. And it just like, oh, it really just, it sings to me. There's something there that Mm -hmm. sings. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me want to go back and, and I haven't done this yet, but I want to look through all of these favorites that I've saved and like mm-hmm. delete all the ones that are just acceptable. Mm-hmm. Because why do I want something yeah. that's just acceptable? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if yeah. I do that, if I buy that house that's just acceptable, then it's like I'm just setting myself up for wanting to buy another house again in two years, which has been my MO my entire adult life. Yeah. Like, this is why I had four yeah. homes by the time I was 22 was because I'd buy one and be like, okay, now what? <laughs> kind of done with do it this again. one. Let's do it again. Right. You know, yeah. I kind of fell ass backwards into real estate investing <laughs> because I was bored. <laughs> so oh, I think this is, it's, it's really something to latch onto, to this, a home and say, this is what I really want. Mm. And I think what it comes down to, just like the thing for for the the photography thing that you mm-hmm. were talking about and how you were like, I so don't want this. You had that sacral, like absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. But wanting to do it because, well, the money. Yeah. And he said yes. And he's making mm-hmm. this very easy. Right. Yeah. 
And then, but there's still this ick factor that's going along with it. that's saying, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, we feel guilty about turning it down. Mm -hmm. And it's the same feeling when I see like the house, that's like the ideal. And then it's this question of, do we really deserve that? Have I Mm -hmm. earned this? Mm-hmm. Is it okay for me to want so much? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I just be satisfied with the bare minimum? <laughs> what I can afford, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we went through that last year when we bought, I mean, it was, we were also trying to sell. So, I mean, we wanted to sell because you could get a lot of money for mm-hmm. your house. Yeah. Um, but in turn, we were dealing with all the crazy mm-hmm. and had like 15 offers on different houses and the up and down and walking, I mean, into a house and going, well, I think this could work. It was the same thing. I think mm-hmm. we could make this work. We had, I felt so constricted in not having a choice, which it was all in my head. Like, even though everything, the external reality, and this is something I've, I feel like I've learned from that experience, mm-hmm. everything in the external reality was pointing to the fact that we had no choice. Like this was like, you're lucky if you get a house. Um, um, so yeah. just praise your mm-hmm. lucky stars if you get yeah. one. Right. Uh-huh. When in reality, like, no, I, I knew in the back of my mind that the universe was going to give us the house that we needed. Mm-hmm. And it was the house that we needed. That was the the word in my head. It was the house that we needed. It wasn't the house necessarily that I wanted or that my husband wanted. Yeah. Felt like that was unobtainable. And we did. We got the house that we needed. <laughs> <laughs> we got the house. And then in a lot of ways, it is the house that I I love. And like we're making it our own, but it's mm-hmm. a lot of work, um, that kind of thing. Um, but we we didn't feel with the external reality that we were dealing with what we wanted wanted was impossible like we weren't and we weren't in a place there I felt like we could overcome that idea that we couldn't afford what we wanted um yeah yeah now I think I would treat it completely different okay so let's hear about that how would you do it different I I would have better energy practices going into the Mm -hmm. whole thing Uh, in terms of like what houses we see. I'd be really, really, really picky about the houses that we see just Mm -hmm. because once I'm in it, then um, I feel like you get caught up in the rush of it. Mm -hmm. And there was so much anxiety and so much energy just going to see a house. Right. And we spent so much time seeing houses. Mm -hmm. I think I would be super picky. I'd be like, no, this is definitely not going to work or Mm -hmm. I can't, there isn't, I think I would have listened to the sacral yes more in, do we see this house? Do we not see this house? Mm -hmm. Um, I could definitely feel, feel when we walked into a house, if it was a yes or no. Yeah. Um, but then there were also houses that were maybes. Again, it was like, I think uh-huh. we can make this work, right? Yeah. And even if it was a maybe, I think we can make this work. All right, let's put an offer on. What are we What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is like, we saw one um, when we were up in the mountains a couple of weeks ago that totally would have worked. And it felt really good. Like it felt nice. Right. It felt cozy. It felt yeah. really like comfortable, right? But we realized as we were looking at it, we're like, okay, so 
we would have to finish off the basement. And if we finished off the basement, then we'd have the same space that we have in the townhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were like, wait a no. minute. That's not what we want. (laughs) That's not what we want. (laughs) This feels cozy because it feels like what we have now. (laughs) Right. And it does feel cozy, but it doesn't give us the room to run around, especially like Zane. Zane wants to Mm -hmm. run around. Our dogs want to run Mm -hmm. around. They've got Mm -hmm. like one alleyway to do that between where I'm sitting in the front door and that's it. (laughs) That area gets a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no other place for them to run or go or do anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that property was very similar. And it was like, we were very quickly like jumping on, like, this is very exciting. We love this. This is really cute. Our table can go here. Sofa can go here. Mm -hmm. This is perfect. This is Zane's room. And then we left and we went to see some other houses. And when we saw the one property that was totally ideal, it's 41 acres and has two separate homes. And Mm -hmm. out of the two separate homes that it has, there's actually four different um, self-contained living units, right? Yeah. So it totally made sense for us and our family and what we want to do and have our kids live close because they want to be close. And Mm -hmm. um, it was just so amazing. And Mm -hmm. then we see something like that and we're like, well, well, that that's what we want. Right. That's Mm -hmm. what we really lock into. So Mm -hmm. what's interesting is, you know, you talked about the sacral yes or the sacral no. And you also talked about the energy work going in. Mm -hmm. And I think that those are things that are really important because I think that that when we, when we think about what we really want or what we really don't want, um, it seems like a simple thing, like, you know, or you don't know. Right. And it's just, it's not simple. So much drama around it. I feel like it. I feel like the people that are like making lots of money and like look super, they make it seem like it's simple. You just decide this is what I want. And then you go after it. And in reality, it's not that simple, right? It's, there's such a plethora of things to choose from in terms of how you want to live your life that how do you know what is actually a desire that you, your higher self has versus your ego, right? Yeah. And uh, that has been kind of an untangling process for me. Um, and I know that when it's coming from my higher self, it feels exciting and possible. Where mm-hmm. ego, it's more like I have, I'm going to have to push to make this happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a piece within human design um, in your variables mm-hmm. of do you manifest specifically or non specifically? And so basically that, that means, means. <laughs> basically it means like, are you someone that wants to spell out every last thing on the list? Like be super specific about what you want, or are you more in the feelings space? Like, are you just, yeah, I I'm just want to walk into the house and feel good. I don't really care what it looks like. Um, right. And that's been an interesting thing to play with too. Cause I'm actually passive. Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> passive. Like I, it's, that's, uh, it's more feeling and it is feeling, but once I'm in this, like, there are certain things that I want very specifically. I want floor to ceiling windows. I want a mid-century vibe, like mm-hmm. and there. And I feel like with each house that we saw, it got more specific about what I actually wanted. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And more of like, yeah, I want this, I don't want that. And actually finding a mid-century house in the mountains is really hard. Want to learn more about productive flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free and you'll also get access to special content and resources. See you inside the group. So I, I am definitely into, as I, as you're saying that I, I, I want to pay attention to like how things look like that's important to me, but mm-hmm. the feeling aspect of it, and I will lock on to certain features that will be a big deal for me, you know, yeah. because that yeah. particular feature gives me some sort of a feeling associated totally. with it, totally. you know? And yeah. so I think overall I'm a feelings focused Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, like my first house that I ever bought, it had a, a flagstone fireplace in the family room that went from floor to ceiling, wall to wall. It was an entire wow. wall of flagstone wow. with this massive, um, hearth, hearth. hearth? Yeah, yeah. The hearth. thing across the bottom yeah. that was raised yeah. that you wow. could sit on that went across wow. the whole wall. And wow. then, so you could just sit there and like hang out in this big, huge cove fireplace, you know? And it was the coolest thing. And I was like, oh God, I have to have this house. This is my house. Mm-hmm. Just because of the fireplace. I didn't mm-hmm. care about the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care that the kitchen was sunshine yellow and had an avocado stove. Okay. I didn't care that it had orange creamsicle shag carpet throughout the entire house. Cause yeah. I took all that out. I painted yep. the cabinets blue. I left mm-hmm. the avocado stove because it was super cool and it had an outlet on it. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> but, you know, and I took out all the shag carpet and we put in hardwood floors. It was beautiful, right? It was mm-hmm. really beautiful. But that's the thing is that I can lock onto a particular thing and say, I love this. Yes, I want it. And the thing is, is like you said, there's so many choices and I think the the older we get, the more choices are available to us because we yeah. have more money, we have more resources. And yeah. and so we can we can choose from so many different things. It makes it harder and more dramified for yeah. us to <laughs> sit there and go through, do we really want that? Do we want that? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it shows yeah. up. I mean, we're talking about houses, but um, it shows up with clients, like you said, with the photography, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's shown up for me in what kind of programs I want to offer. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I'll see somebody come up with a really cool program. And I'm like, I could do something like that with my business. And then I come up with it. And then I'm like, well, I don't really want to do any of that. <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, let's yes. just scrap that before we launch it because I don't want anybody yeah. to buy it because then I actually got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work for me. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like so many people create, especially in business as entrepreneurs, we're creating programs and offers based on what we see. And well, mm-hmm. I get that, especially as a manifesting generator that needs to respond to things. Mm-hmm we still have to check back and is it actually what I want to do is it actually going to um not give me but like is it going to take me down the path that I really want to go down right is it yes. values is it yes. what I um the lifestyle is it like all of these different factors um 
and truly it has to come from, from here first. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's touch on some of those things that you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that are, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, yeah, I need to make a choice and it's a big choice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I need to know what feels right or what feels wrong. Cause this can happen in relationships. This yeah, can happen totally. with, you know, your kids going, I want a dog. And you're like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be about buying a car. It could be about so many different things. And, and sometimes, you know, we get on one side of the fence and then our partner is on the other side of the fence. Oh, and we're like, been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, I've been there many times and, uh, Yeah. It's like, I, I would totally go get another dog right now. I would totally go get it. And in <laughs> fact, um, somebody posted on Nextdoor yesterday about having F2B golden doodles. And I'm like, oh, we have an F2B golden doodle. I want another F2B golden doodle. And <laughs> like sent pictures to my husband and stuff and no response. None. Because he's, he's like, not, he didn't even respond. <laughs> he didn't respond. And I didn't ask him why he didn't respond because I know his answer is going to be like, you're crazy. No, dog. No. Oh <laughs> no. No more dogs. No more dogs no. until we have 40 acres. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, that's the thing is we have to make these choices. So what things do we really need to pay attention to? Like, what are the mm-hmm. things, like you're saying the sacral and, and I know that I, I feel that emotional pull, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to something as what's, what makes me feel good or doesn't feel good. And I don't always pay attention to that. But what are some other things that we should be looking for that are telling us how to pay attention to what, yeah. what we really want and not allow the, the rationalization story to come mm-hmm. in and kind of screw with that? Totally. Well, first, I want to say that I feel I'm a firm believer that there are no bad decisions. There, the fact that we try to discern between the good decision and the bad decision mm-hmm. is going to hamper our decision-making process right out of the gate. Totally. There is no bad decision because everything is always adding up. I mean, I think back to some of the quote-unquote bad decisions that I made in the past, and it's all led to where I am now. Would I change where I am now because and go back and change that one decision? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, it's all leading up and it's all a gift to learn about what we want, what yeah. we're here to create, learn about ourselves, the people around us. Like it's all just, it's a game and to be, figure out what you love, what you don't love, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it goes back to Mina's quote about the universe is just, wanting to experience itself through us. Yeah. And I'm like, I totally, I love that because mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it's just an opportunity for the universe to go, Ooh, do with that. What about that? Or what about that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but tuning it from a human design aspect, it really, I mean, human design teaches us that we're not designed to make decisions from our head. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Like if you're rationalizing a decision, you're not going to make a correct decision in terms of getting you where you want to go. Right. So you need to drop back into the body and really tap into what your authority is. It could be splenic, emotional, um, even the self-projected that need to talk it out. Like it's Mm -hmm. still going to feel something in your body. It's going to suddenly go, Ooh, that's it. Like it'll resonate in your body. Right. Yeah. Um, and 
if that's that's peace that we want to be listening to time we're making a decision and if you're and i think the other thing that i've noticed in the last year and a half is that emotions unless you're emotional well even if you are emotional <laughs> Uh, emotional authority shouldn't be making decisions from the high and or the low either, right? We shouldn't make decisions high or low emotion. We should be kind of at least a, even keeled. Like I'm not crazy excited. I'm not like down in the dumps of like, this is never going to work. I need to be kind of like even in terms of how I feel about life and just at peace with life. Now, yeah. what do I want to do? Okay. So I'm an emotional authority, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm an emotional authority and I can tell no. you that when it feels like that, hell yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. It feels like a deep sigh. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So good. It's like mm -hmm. that moment when you sink into a really nice hot bathtub. It's mm. like that feeling where it's just like, yeah. ah, this is so good. This really mm -hmm. feels good. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the yes. It's that yeah. feeling. Like yeah. you said, it's not a high or a low. It's almost yeah. just a real calm feeling of just like, this is just right. Well, and even thinking about like, if, if life was exactly where I need to be, if I'm at peace with life. I'm calm what would I decide to do from here? If I knew everything was provided for, if I knew that I was deeply safe and loved, what would I do? That's so, so important. I apologize. My dogs are over here playing. Uh, <laughs> um, it's so important because with what you're saying, it's like the, it's that piece where, it, it all starts to connect and, mm -hmm. and we just like, we just, we just get it. So that piece you were saying about the, you know, making sure that it's the right decision and how we're at peace with it and how we feel like if mm -hmm. I felt this, this, or this, then what decision would I be making? Right. Cause mm -hmm. I think it's sometimes we make decisions out of a feeling of desperation or yeah. in yeah. some way, desperation. Like if I don't do this, right? Mm -hmm. Then something bad is going to happen. Yeah. If I, uh, that's, yeah. that's like the thing with the photographer, right? Like if yeah. I don't do this, then we're out that money. And it's not yep. that the money is necessarily like you have to have it. You're desperate no. for that money. It was just a situation of here's this money being handed me on the platter. And I'm saying, no, does that mean the universe isn't going to give me any more money? Is yeah. that what's going to happen? Exactly. Is my whole business going to fall <laughs> I'm sorry, universe, I'm turning you down. <laughs> right. Instead of just yeah. saying that, you know, it's, it's so interesting. So Aaron Newman, and I know I told you this, so this is for the benefit of, of you people listening here today, but Aaron Newman, who was also on a previous episode of this podcast, um, she talked, she had a post the other day about the universe being a waiter and bringing you this food. And it's like, and you're saying, I don't want this. This is not the food I ordered. This is not what I want. And so the universe goes back into the back and then they come back and they've got uh, this new platter of more food that you don't want. And you're like, but I don't want this. Right? Like, That's of, what you ordered. Right? Instead of you just saying, hey, universe, this, 
is what I want. I want this right here. And then, and then the universe is like, Oh, okay. I got it. Right. Mm -hmm. So every time we say yes to things that we really don't want, we're telling the universe like, Hey, yeah, this is cool. Bring me more of that. Exactly. And we don't want it. Right. And when we say this is good enough, then a year first goes, okay. 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 More enough. Yeah. Just (laughs) enough. Right. This is acceptable. That's all you want is acceptable. Okay. Here's acceptable. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we start Mm -hmm. to reach for something bigger, Mm -hmm. reach for something more, reach for what it is we really, really want. We get scared. Oh yeah. Totally scared. Like terrified. Like all these stories come up and we're like, well, we can't have that. We can't have that. And here's why. And my Mm -hmm. mother said, (laughs) <laughs> right? That's me and you for sure. <laughs> my mother said, you yep. can't have that. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody in my family has had that. So I can't have it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or my yeah. brother or my sister doesn't have it. So I can't have it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many stories come up. So many stories. And I think we get so mad at ourselves when that happens too. Uh-huh. Right. Like yeah. we're like, wait, this is what I want. I finally took that line in the sand and I was like, this is what I want. And I declared it. And then you get handed a, a shitty platter and you're like, wait, <laughs> but it's just an opportunity for you to go, no, this is what I want. This is, I'm sending this crappy platter back, back. and I'm taking, I'm knowing the universe. This is truly what I want. And yeah. it's an opportunity to look at the stories that you've been telling yourself for eons yeah, and really get rid of them, clear them away and um, own your truth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And see, I think, you know, if I look at some of the stories I've told myself, I've Mm -hmm. said things like, I don't manage money well, so Mm -hmm. therefore I can't have it. Or um, I, uh, I'm not the person clients are looking for they want mm-hmm. this person or that person or that person, everybody mm-hmm. who wasn't at me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then therefore they don't want me. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, I've had all kinds of stories, but basically circling in some version of that, like I'm not good enough or I don't deserve, or I haven't earned. Mm-hmm. Um, or and there's also stories around um, if I do this, then this will happen. And I don't want this. Mm-hmm. So like, if I do something, if I have something that's really, really what I want, then something else that I really want will be taken away mm-hmm. because I can't possibly have everything I want. Yeah. Yeah. Big story. I can't handle spinning all these things. I mean, you guys saw me doing that a few weeks ago. I was like, I can't, <laughs> can't do it. I have too many clients. <laughs> what a problem to have. I have too many clients. <laughs> then it turns out that like after I like calm my shit down, I'm like, no, I have plenty of space. I do not have yeah. too many clients. I have yeah. beautiful clients. Like bring on more clients. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> but in the moment I was like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Here's because- I asked for this and shit. Now it's here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right yeah. and so it's just the thing is that i think that we really have to get better at picking the stories apart mm-hmm. picking the stories apart and saying yeah. you know this is what my truth is and mm-hmm. this wouldn't be yep. my truth 
if I wasn't deserving of it, if I wasn't capable of achieving it or having it. And this thing is going to lead me to more great things, right? Always stacking. It's always stacking. That's what I like. I've felt so deeply in the last couple of months is it all is stacking up to exactly where you want to go. Just have faith. Keep going. It's trust. It really is trust and faith. And just knowing that you really are pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how the universe sees you. Mm -hmm. And you've got to see yourself that way too. You do. And the second that you do is when everything clicks. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> the confidence in yourself, the self love, the the self confidence, the self worthiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if things are, if you're not manifesting, those are the things you need to work on. How? Yeah. Where are you not loving yourself? Where are you not trusting yourself? Where are 100%. you not feeling worthy? Yeah, hundred percent. Because when we feel all those things, then asking for what we want, not a big deal. Not a big recognizing deal. what we want also isn't a big mm-hmm. deal because we're bold enough to claim it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Whew. All right. Okay. So, um, if you're wondering what your authority is, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you help? make decisions? Yes. How do you make decisions? Um, Rachel can tell you all about it. And let me just tell you that um, when it comes to creating your messaging and understanding what your messaging needs to look like, like Rachel's really great, just mm-hmm. absolutely amazing at guiding you into understanding who exactly you're here to serve, why and how you're serving them. And a lot of us, like that's a choice that mm-hmm. a lot of us get stuck in. Mm -hmm. And it's another choice that I think a lot of us get, um, a lot of self-doubt around, like, am I really meant to do this? Am I really meant to serve this person? And, um, your human design chart says it all. So that's one of the things that we really connected on right away was you looked at my chart and then you looked at my site and you're like, why'd you reach out to me again? (laughs) There's something missing here that you're not talking about, but everything that you are talking about, good. (laughs) Looks good. (laughs) But see, and then that self-doubt, when you Mm -hmm. see it like that, it's like having that conversation with you is such confirmation Mm -hmm. of feeling like I am on the right track. I knew I was onto something. Felt right. Mm-hmm. I've only mm-hmm. been doing this for 20 years, right? So right. It, better be, it better be pretty good. But the point is, is even it doing something, the same thing for 20 years, you can get into those spots where you feel like, especially right before you're about to up-level something. Especially right before you're up-leveling yeah. it. You yep. go into massive self-doubt and things yep. start to unravel and you're like, wait a yep. minute, what's happening to my business? Yep. And it's that things are falling away because you're creating a, a new version of it. It's like your mm-hmm. whole business just went into the cocoon and you're mm-hmm. waiting for the butterfly to sprout. And you're like, uh-huh. wait a minute, are you sure there's a butterfly in there? Is there a cocoon? Really? I don't know. I don't see the cocoon. <laughs> I just see everything dismantling. What's going on? It's not going right. I can't. Uh, just freaking out. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. That's a, and then the it, moment like, that you're like, no, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I just, it really helped to get that, that mm-hmm. confirmation from you. So yeah. yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? 
the conversation? Um, if you're looking for your human design chart, go to myhumandesign.com and you mm. can put in your birth date details and I'll give you a chart. And on there, your how you make decisions is your authority. So you mm-hmm. look at that document and look for authority and that will tell you what yours is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can Google it and it'll tell you lots of things. Yeah. Um, or you can send me an email um, at rachelweaver.com and um, I can tell you all kinds of things too. Yay. And then of course we have our group journey alchemist collective. Um, you can go to journeyalchemistcollective.com and we have all sorts of yummy goodness there. And we do, Rachel Mm -hmm. does human design in the group Mm -hmm. every month. I do do productivity in there every month. Claire does self-care and ritual routine and all that stuff and setting intentions every month. And Ooh, Nina does um, hypnotherapy or guided visualization, something every month. So we're all in there, the four of us, and we're doing awesome things. And it's just for women. So sorry, guys. Um, We do work with men on our own, but yeah, in the group, it's just women. So, (laughs) yep. All right, guys. So um, be sure to check out Rachel. Rachel, your website is rachelweaver.com. And Rachel's R E C H A E L. That's right. There's that extra A. In Rachel. Don't forget the extra A. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, I am Rachel Weaver on Instagram, right? I am. Mm-hmm. I am Rachel Weaver. You got to mm-hmm. type in the I am. That's you right. You got to type in the I am because Rachel Weaver was already taken. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And you can check out my new productivity program at product productiveflowprosperity.com. Sorry, I had to think about that one for a minute. Productiveflowprosperity.com. Yep. And you can jump into our, uh, all of our productive, integrative productivity programs that we're doing guided every month for only $47. So that's really cool. I'm excited about really that cool. one. It's Thank so cool. You. I was excited to start that. So yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Until next time, take care and we will see you again soon. Thanks, Angela. Thanks for listening. And especially... Thank you for sharing the show and leaving a review on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free and you'll also get access to special content and resources. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of Productive Flow. Productive Flow.